incoming call from the unscheduled call. Hello everyone and welcome back to the unscheduled call. This is Jatin. And this is Roshni. And you guys have tuned in to listen to our 2pm talks. First off, we would like to apologize for making you guys wait for two whole weeks. But we got a reason. Yeah, our crazy host had his exams going on. And apparently he is a very sincere student, you know. Yeah, I do take my studies a little seriously. But anyway. I think I should ask that to your mom if you take, take it seriously or not. Yeah, yeah, she'll tell. <laughs> she'll tell a very nice answer to it. Okay, moving yeah. on. So last week, a lot of you all messaged us asking why did we not upload last week and all. So reading all those messages, we felt really overwhelmed. And also guys, there's a great news for all of us. We crossed over 150 listeners on our first episode. Thank you so much guys for showering so much love on us. We really appreciate it. Roshni, do you think we should tell our audiences about our first day at Nacharam? Yeah, why not? We should actually tell them. But before that, let's tell the backstory behind it. Uh, so basically, guys, uh, we were in DPS Gachiboli for 11th and 12th, and then we shifted to DPS Nacharam. The main reason that we shifted from DPS Nacharam to DPS Gachiboli is because in DPS in DPS Gachiboli, we had this thing called Tuesday test. Until 10th, we, we used to do this Tuesday test tradition, and we didn't want to continue it for 11th and 12th, and wanted to have more like extracurricular activities and all all that shit so that's the reason that we shifted to dps nacharam and i think both of us are really happy that we shifted to nacharam because we had a really great time there true and the main reason that we shifted to nacharam i think that was successful and also there's this thing i still remember there's this big whole irony of joining dps nacharam so like when we were deciding our high school both of us, particularly me, particularly me, I had this thing for Nacharam and I had my mindset that I would never join Nacharam. But I don't know what happened or not, but look at us, destiny got us to Nacharam. I know, right? Do you remember how our admission process went? And what did you ask Weepy Mom? Oh yeah, the admission story. Again, a really nice thing. So what happened was that we joined Nacharam late like one, one and a half month late. And we directly uh, joined with our board results. And we had an interview with the vice principal. So after our interview, I asked the vice principal that I really, I actually requested her, you know, like very sweetly that, ma'am, could you please let us, uh, let us be in the same section as our old friends. So, so that we could cope up with the one and a half month of missing school. And, Behind my mind, I had this thing that we can have two whole years of fun and entertainment with our friends. But I don't know what really triggered her. She got so mad at us and she started yelling at us and she's saying, do you really, are you really in a position to make demands with me? That too, even before you join the school? Are you even sure about your admission? Because I am starting to doubt for it. The way she shouted at you was so hilarious. For a moment, I was feeling like, is she even going to give you the admission or not? <laughs> it was epic. Yeah, I mean, I doubted myself. And I was like, okay, let me shut my mouth now. <laughs> so after that, the next day what happened was, we were supposed to take our sections from another teacher. But she wasn't available at that moment. So we shamelessly went and sat in our friend section. 
but i don't know how i just don't know how our vp ma'am got to know about it so she called us out and blasted us in front of the whole class whole class which was so embarrassing and she made us sit in another section and made that our permanent section but i have to say this i'm really thankful to her for making us sit in another section i think that was the one good thing that vice principal ma'am did to us true true i think uh, we got to make new friends and uh, we thoroughly enjoyed ourselves in uh, 2le here's now us introducing you guys to our very first guest tarun masapetta he's a sustainable leader and an upcoming entrepreneur and a very good friend of ours welcome tarun to our podcast thank you thank you so much it's an honor to be here So Tarun, uh, Roshni, and I were just telling our audience about this particular incident which happened in Nacharam, like when we joined. Just briefly telling you that it was something related to VP. So we had this thing about the sections, and uh, we were given another another section, but we sat in the section where we had our friends, and then there was this whole chaos which happened, and we had we started our journey in Nacharam with a what can I call it a a riff with. like the vp ma'am herself so tarun uh, is there something you have to tell about your first impressions about us you know the first thing that i think to mom is like oh, thank god we have another guy cuz like you know at that moment we had only nine boys in the class and we had a more like you know female dominant section and then like you know i see roshni so so like okay it's cool cuz like you know we're kind of balancing it out over here and then as both of you like you know um as the first week passed by i was like okay these guys are pretty cool you know maybe i could count on them for some kind of help maybe like you know a week from now or like you know i could obviously benefit off roshni's notes cuz like i pretty much got the impression that you know she was pretty studious and like you know i could probably like you know be good friends with jatin and you know yeah that was running through my mind throughout the first week i think pretty we also pretty much had the same kind of vibe from you and then we all know how we had kick ass 11th grade and even more better 12th grade i remember uh, tarun going like um... deepest diamond point people are like gods and all that shit like <laughs> <laughs> okay so tarun we know you as a movie lover we know that you idolize the rock as your favorite star and also you enjoy nice intriguing thriller suspense comedy movies and seeing your taste in movies we can vouch that you have a really good choices in movies So we got you on board today just to do that. We want to have with you the most heated debate in pop culture. That is Marvel versus DC. Cool. I love it. And <laughs> let me just say I'm DC always. DC every day. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> so I remember in uh, it was I think after 12th grade uh, maybe in the lockdown time. Uh, I had this. I had this urge of watching Marvel movies since like before itself. But then I was like, who would watch twenty two movies? Like that was a really big deal for me. Like twenty two movies, three hours for me watching a one hour episode of you know Riverdale or uh, any other Vampire Diaries is a big deal because one hour, twenty four episodes into eight seasons. Yeah, that's yeah. this thing always like new series with so many seasons. We always have this thing like. who will watch so many episodes but we always end up watching because we always have that netflix time for ourselves yeah i totally agree with you so like you know if i look backward like if i recall how i got into dc is uh 
the only superhero that I knew when I was a kid was Spider-Man, Superman, and Batman. And I yeah, thought Spider-Man was the coolest of them all because like he was a kid, he was doing all these cute, cool things, and like he was living in New York City. Like what more would what, what would top all that? And he had like he had a super pretty girlfriend as well. Like you know, in the old Spider-Man movies, like you know, Tobey Maguire, his girlfriend was like super pretty. So like I was like, man, what more would a would like a kid or like would a, would a boy want? So like you know, that was for me. And like you know, as time passed on, as me and my brother would like venture on to like watch more TV shows, more cartoons. We started watching, you know, a bit more of Batman. We started watching a bit more of Green Lantern. We started watching a bit more of Wonder Woman, uh, who, by the way, is super attractive, <laughs> cartoon or not. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we started watching him. a bit more of, like, yeah, just DC everything. And it was balancing the Marvel equation. And then I was introduced to the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. So I started off with the Dark Knight. I didn't watch, the ba- I didn't watch Batman Begins first. I watched the Dark Knight. And what I understood from the ba- Dark Knight is that, you know, you're always going to have some kind of, you know, trouble, be it in your personal life, be it in your rival. And your rival might be yourself as well, because that's what we saw in The Dark Knight Rises for a moment of time, because he didn't believe in, in himself, you know, Bruce Wayne. So Batman was like, you know, one of the person that actually inspired me. So that's why one of the reasons why I really look into DC, forget about them being super dark, forget them about not having the comedy aspect of Marvel or like whatever they do. They inspired me so much. So it's, you know, that personal story. And number two, I genuinely like, you know, the screenplay or, you know, the production that they have compared to Marvel. Like, if you look at the Nolan trilogy as well, and a lot of people call me out for this as well. When we have this DC versus Marvel debate, they're always like, bro, you're always talking about the Nolan trilogy. And, you know, we know Nolan trilogy is like Oscar level or, you know, if not better than the Oscar trilogy, you know, Oscar level. But when you when you talk about Marvel, talk about the other movies as well. Talk about Justice League. Talk about Batman versus Superman, which is, not exactly, well, genuinely speaking, it was not as great as, uh, you know, the Nolan trilogy. And, like, it was not something which I personally enjoyed. And maybe it was not as good as Marvel level. But, uh, yeah, so people talk about that. But, like, you know, for me, when I look at DC, number one, to defend ourselves, we had the Snyder Cut as well. That was, that, was a, that was a masterpiece. You know, I don't know if you both of you watched it, but that was a masterpiece. Number two, uh, the Nolan trilogy as well. Well, technically, Nolan trilogy is number one, but I'm going, like, you know, on a timeline. And number three, Wonder Woman. I think that's, that was a great movie as well because I'm talking about the first part. So, like, you know, I think that was a great movie which just, like, broke stereotypes because, like, if you saw uh, women super, superheroes, so if you look, even if you look at Black Widow, if you look at uh, Captain Marvel, this came much before that. This broke that stereotype that, you know, a guy has to be a superhero, that, you know, that whole thing that revolved around that, you know, that whole idea. So I respect it for that. And number two, I really like the movie of Wonder Woman as well. So, uh, yeah, that's why I really love DC and that's what DC is for me. I have I started watching DC with Justice League. And as you said, it was not that really great. I really had to watch that movie in like four or five installments because I really was not getting the hang of it. But then later when I spoke to one of my cousins, he said, yeah, DC might not be to the expectations like the fans have. But then he told me about Christopher Nolan's that Batman, uh, the trilogy which, which you were talking about. And then he told me, I think there's no movie which can beat that. As you said, it's like beyond, maybe that's beyond Oscar and all. So I think there's this thing in DC is like, maybe it's, it's not having a same constant approach. There's different directors and and also, there's not there's no connectivity as I, I I don't know if that's there or not. But then about Marvel, every movie, every twenty three movies and the shows, the 
shows which release on Hotstar, they all are connected with each other. There's a biggest picture to what is there on the individual level. True. I mean, um, coming to what you said, Tarun, I would really give it to you for Wonder Woman. Like that has to be top on my list too. But if I have to tell about Marvel, then um, I feel these movies are like you know, the superheroes form here. They don't they don't just like come off like in DC. If you see, they just start off as superheroes. But whereas in Marvels, Marvel, it's not like that. If you see, like Peter Parker became Spider Man after being bitten by a spider. Black Widow, she was also not like superhero in- initially. She became one. That one point really attracted me to Marvel. They show something real. They are also normal human beings, and then they acquire the powers. Not like DC, where they just come off like superheroes. Bruce Wayne came out as a you know he might have come off you know throughout uh, a rich family, but he didn't come off with like a G, you know with some kind of genetic superpower. You know he might have had a lot of money, but like he basically built off what Batman was. Superman came off a whole different planet and came to planet Earth. Maybe he's the only guy that came off with a superpower. Maybe Wonder Woman might have come off, you know, from like a different universe or whatever that is, and you know, from a, like you know, a different culture or whatever that is, and like she might have been like the only person coming up with a superhero upbringing or like you know, with a kind of genetics. But I understand what you're saying, but you know, like I genuinely think you know we're basically talking of like the same thing, like you know. They might have been off the same thing because, like, you see, Iron Man, rich, a father. You know, they, their parents might have not really cared for them, uh, for him. And then you see Bruce Wayne; his parents were gone way too soon. He had only one person taking care of him. So, like, Iron Man and Batman match on the same level. And then you see uh, probably a guy like Cyborg, and you see a guy like uh, the guy Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. So you see him. I think both of them would come off the same thing as well. So uh, maybe that would be off the same conversation. But like, I just. I never really did my research into Marvel as well, and like I watched I... only a few selective movies of Marvel. Also, I feel what I know about DC is uh, basically DC are the the superheroes are people who want to live a normal life, like as humans. Like they, yeah, they have those superpowers, but they generally want the minimum use of it, and. Coming to the Marvel perspective, I think they they know their responsibility and they want to use those powers to save the world because they they have seen the broader picture. They ha- they know there's someone out there who is always going to cause a threat to Earth, so they're just there for their protecting their planet. So, I think that's another thing which is there between DC and Marvel. You know, one thing that I really look at like the whole world like you know every country and like every society that we see is you know i really feel that you know dc number one all they think about dc is you know either superman or batman and they don't really like you know do the research on dc or you know it's either they haven't read the comics they don't know what dc is as a franchise or they haven't watched all the movies maybe it might be because of the marketing that marvel has maybe it might be because of the uh you know like what marvel has done with their whole brand and you know marvel might be winning over there but like uh I would just say, as a DC fanboy, give the same, you know, give the same opportunity to DC, bro. I mean, like, you know, we have great movies as well, so, uh, you know, give us the same opportunity as well. Uh, but like, yeah, but a few of, uh, DC movies are also very popular. Like, if you see Wonder Woman, Aquaman, 
not only batman i would say like okay if you were saying that yeah i definitely agree with you that dc does have something because if i see the dc movies on individual level like if there's aquaman aquaman there's shazam and there's wonder woman uh, they portray their characters in a very solid manner and i just love the way the whole story is brought about in each movie but as a collective if i have to talk about dc heroes on a whole where they come together like just like justice league or something i don't really see them having the same level of storyline or the same level of uh power what marvel shows marvel is has got the bigger hand i will say how the way they sh- to show the connectivity of the whole movies and then getting the grand ending like ending game or having movies like infinity war or civil war i think that's just amazing to watch you know just to like you know uh whatever it is to like come to the bottom line or crux of this is that uh I would just like to say in my opinion we haven't really witnessed everything of DC yet like you know we've had quite a few Marvel movies if we compare the number of movies with Marvel and DC obviously Marvel outnumbers it if you look at hits as well I'm giving I'm going to give credit where credit is due Marvel is on you know the numbers game they have more hits they have better box office records maybe they they might have a you know uh, a much more solid cast and uh, you know maybe we might have Oscars in our in our play but whatever it is you know the the society you know society is going to look at marvel with upper hand so like you know what i would like to say is that you know let's just give dc a bit more time that might be fair it might not be fair, but i'm still going to stay true to dc i still think you know dc has the upper hand i really agree with you we should really give dc a lot more time because i'm sure they might have more in store and as i know there are too many releases which are going to happen in dc and Dwayne Johnson is joining DC, right? Tarun as yes, that's like you know the. I'm not even going to say that. That's not even the icing on the cake. That's like the cake, basically. The icing on the cake is the future movies. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is the cake on this. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think I'm sure there might there's more to DC than what we know of, and we should definitely wait and watch. Yes, yes, and you know I would say the same to the public as well. So I think it's a perfect moment for our BFT. basically for those of those of you guys who don't know it bft is a best friend test that we have in our every episode where one question will be put across and each of us will guess the other person's answer to know how well the other person knows their best friend and since we have tarun on board with us today we will want tarun to ask us a question and we'll discuss each other's answers so tarun go ahead great and you know like i Be- love it how <laughs> be as creative as possible as creative as possible i mean like since i don't want to go out of the topic and like i really want to keep it to this and i love how you guys would allow me to test both of you to see how good of best friends you guys are and like in case i would need a new pair of friends so uh, <laughs> uh you know like you know in your opinion or like at least to your knowledge who is my favorite uh, superhero character and keep in mind when i say character i'm talking about an actor or an actress It might be from Marvel. It might be from DC. But in your opinion, who is it? Tarun, it's a really hard guess for me because I know one of your favorites, favorite actor is Dwayne Johnson, and there's no one to his match, even for me. And for you, definitely, he's like the the ultimate person. But if I have to choose a person who matches a little bit to his level. both in the movies and in general is i feel it's robert downey junior from 
Marvel movies, Iron Man. I don't know if I'm correct or wrong, but um, I know that uh, Tarun like Batman, but as an actor or an actress, um, if I have to guess, guys, I'm gonna give a very wild guess because I've never spoken with Tarun about it, so no clue. But maybe it is uh, Gal Gadot. Okay, well, you know, I love both of you who have actually put out two people that I completely respect and admire. And obviously, I would put Gal Gadot over uh, doing, oh, sorry, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Because, like, you know, I find her super attractive and I find her very inspirational as well, given that, you know, she's uh, contributed greatly towards her country and to the world. But you uh, both are wrong. I mean, Jatin is partly correct. As expected. Dwayne Jatin is my favorite actor. My favorite actor, you know, the person that I would look up to, like, character-wise and actor-wise, would be Christian Bale, the guy who, you know, played Batman for the Nolan trilogy. <laughs> so um, the way he just perfectly executed his role, the dedication he gave to his role was amazing. It was so inspirational, and uh, it was just a guy that I always looked up to from fifth grade. But I, uh, I'm i actually happy that, you know, you both are not, like, completely off-target, and you, you guys didn't, like, come up with, like, wild answers. <laughs> and it was, yeah, pretty much on, on site. <laughs> and not only that i would say um good that i got to know something about him yeah exactly <laughs> so much for Benef- best friends <laughs> benefited something from the bft yeah we always do <laughs> <laughs> so after having this huge ass discussion of ours i think i can only tell one thing it is because of both that we are able to have this decades of continuity of this battle of marvel versus dc and there are quite a few people who actually like both. And the main reason that we got Tarun on board as a guest speaker this time was through this agenda only that the Marvel fans could uh, understand what they are missing out in DC. And the DC fans could understand what they are missing out in Marvel. But at the end of the day, it's totally your choice. You can go with whichever universe you like. You can side with Marvel and you can side with DC. But we do not want you to miss out on the content. That's what we wish to get to you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to us. We would be really grateful if you could take a moment and subscribe, rate and review us on our streaming platforms. Link to which will be attached to the podcast description as well as our Instagram bio. Follow us on Instagram for more updates. Meet you guys again next week with yet another episode of The Unscheduled Call. Until then, bye! Bye.